You die once, and suddenly you're not invisible. Explore the story of Heed, who was a corpse for a while, but is back to life and trying to learn about just what had happened, only to discover the story is far stranger than that. Inspired by manga, Alter X Artifact is a new LGBTQ webcomic for mature readers revolving around magic and political espionage. This comic features fantastic elements, gripping storytelling, and impressive visuals that pull you into the strange but fascinating world of the comic. Alter X Artifact explores themes of magic, dreams, and relationships, all while deftly weaving a compelling mystery with eye-catching visuals. You're still in time to enjoy the exciting prologue as well, but you gotta hurry over on to the website. So, if you're looking for your next weekly webcomic read, you need to go to alterxartifact.com. That is alterxartifact.com. Now back to the show. Press a button and start recording, and yeah. we can be ready. No synchronizing which, needed. Yep. Nope. I could, if I wanted to, I could just push a button and record everything we're saying right now, hypothetically. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I press a button already. I didn't press a button already. I did press a button already. Hello, and welcome to the distraction hole. You've fallen down it. I'm your host, Kevin. With me is Mike. How you doing, Mike? Got popcorn in my teeth. Oh, no. Popcorn left over from a, a certain movie. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, we are Davidless tonight, but uh, I'm your host this week. The, the, the Dave we know is not here. This is a Dave we know we know. This is a Dave we know. All you older people that have watched uh, the, the Kids in the Hall. Yeah. I can't believe I couldn't think of that name. Uh, there's a lot of sketch comedy. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah. that in our years i'm gonna talk a little bit about comedy later but uh, uh I, I feel like we should talk about the spider in the room yeah um, um so today today earlier today like fresh fresh off the boat a fresh catch uh mike and i went and saw in uh, across the spider verse almost said into the spider verse and uh, I know David already saw it, and I was looking forward to talking to him about it. And we were going to have a guest on, but uh, you know what? We'll 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 talk about it next time too. But um, Mike, what did you think of the movie? That was great. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it too. Uh, it was somber in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's 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 an it's an it's Empire like it's, Strikes yeah, Back. That's what I was going to say. It's an Empire movie. It's you know, it's in the middle. And pretty much just like uh, the Star Wars trilogy, the first one, while could have been standalone, set up, you know, all the characters mm -hmm. and everything. That's what and, I was going to say, yeah. And then the middle one, you know, has to set up a bigger story mm -hmm. for the third one to uh, finish. Yep. And uh, I am looking forward to that finish uh, because it did really, it, the end of the movie gave me what I was hoping would be there. As far as set, setup goes, I knew it was a definite we're ending it here and then the next part will be the ending sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but God, it was good. Like really good animated film. Uh, yeah, I yeah. really think they figured out the uh, the frame rate thing that was bugging you. Yeah, there were a couple instances where it was very felt very down cranked, but uh you know, overall, it didn't have 
uh, much of that. And, it didn't and I bother guess, you as much. And I guess it has probably as it comes down to, you know, budget because, you know, in any, even though it's a very, you know, uh, more traditional looking mm-hmm. movie, it's still, you know, heavily CG just with, you know, a lot of magic to make it look not CG. CG. Which there was, oh my God. Okay. All that, you know, server time, rendering time, all right. that. Right. Yeah. Slight warning. Uh, there will be some minor spoilers. Yeah, We're we, not going to give away like the major plot this no, time. No, we, but we there's, there's a character in there that I need to explain to the audience why it was so important for me that he was there. Yeah. And, and it's just for the, you know, long time Marvel person, there's so many. Oh my nods god! And Easter eggs and oh my god! Things. We will talk about a few of those because that's not like a major. I mean, some of them are given away in the freaking trailers. Oh, yeah. So, like the spider horse is in the trailer. Yeah, I'm, I do have a question when we get to actually talking about that. But you go ahead with your thing. sure. So Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, is in the film, and it's not just any Ben Riley. He is done in the style of the '90s comics and. My friend Stephen Butler was the artist during the Clone Saga of Spider-Man, and he drew Ben Riley, And the art style and everything was based on his version of Ben Riley. And I got to see my friend's art running around on screen. And that was just a fucking joy to me. I mean, it was almost, it was as good as if I saw like one of my comics that I drew on screen. I was so fucking happy to see Ben Riley up there, even if the character was a joke, which the character's a joke. It's a fucking terrible storyline. Yeah, I mean, it was the 90s. Everything was super emo. I mean, when I found out Steven was the artist for that storyline, I was like, Steven, I gotta, I gotta know what, what the fuck? And he (laughs) was like, they gave me the script. I drew the pages. I didn't ask questions. They paid me. And I was like, that's the best answer I could have, I could have gotten. Yeah. So, uh, okay. You, you had like a question, right? So, so we're going to talk about like all the, myriad spider versions the spider the spider the the one that really so we i'm leaving the theater i i said i uh, pondered i wonder how many of those they had to make up for this and she said none i i don't think there were any so even the spider t-rex that was in a comic, yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember which one, but I mean, like, literally. And some of them may have been just from, like, they did a storyline similar to this as a one-off gag in a comic mm-hmm. where Peter 616 Peter gets sucked, uh, gets recruited by another Spider-Man from another dimension and taken to the, the Spider-Citadel at the center of the universe where all the Spider-Man hang out and each universe is designated as a neighborhood with a number. Cause you know, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. So uh-huh. it's like neighborhood and their, their alert system was neighborhood five, nine, seven has gone from friendly to unfriendly <laughs> and they would dispatch him. And the whole time, Peter from six, one, six is I want to go home. This is stupid. 
I don't want to be a part of this. I want to go home. And they had like a myriad number of Spider-Man drawn from his history. And then like a bunch of them made up. So a lot of the ones from Spider-Verse may have been pulled from that storyline where like they were just just in the background. Like the T-Rex was probably from that. Okay. Yeah. So not made up, but still just already was. A yeah. It was bit. The, there were so many deep cuts. The bombastic bag man was in there, which is Peter wearing a fantastic four uniform with a brown paper bag on his head with eye holes cut in it because Johnny storm is the worst best friend ever. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and like that, what, Spectacular Spider-Man was in there. PS1 Spider-Man. I think you and me both yes. started laughing at the PlayStation 1 Spider-Man. No, that was hilarious. Just po- polygonal, polygonal, maybe, I guess. <laughs> Polygamous? Yeah. Polygon- no, not, not, not Mormon po- Spider-Man. Not, not polyamory Spider-Man. That's a whole <laughs> different that's a whole ca- Yeah, that's that's a completely different but thing. The, the, the polygonal, no, polygonal polygon count uh-huh. Spider-Man was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, like the one from the Neversoft game. Yeah. Yeah. It makes Lara Croft look curvaceous. Oh, God. The only woman whose breast can stab your eyes out. Yes. It was, it was a, uh, a play, as a Marvel fan and a Spider-Man fan in particular, I feel like this, I felt seen by this movie. That was, it was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, how'd you like the little scene in the uh, the therapist office? That was funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and let me guess. He died. Just that was very yeah. amusing. They, here's the thing. Spiders, they all died. You already, you, everyone's got a tragic backstory. Yeah. No, they, I, I, I think that's the joke. Should, I feel, we, should, we should make that a shirt. Everyone has a tragic backstory. I don't know. That feels like really deep and serious for us. Yeah. Well, your, how about your tragic backstory sucks? Your, your tragic backstory didn't make you a superhero. <laughs> I like that. Or I how like about that turn it, flip it around? My tragic backstory, unfortunately, didn't make me a superhero. <laughs> My tragic backstory made the supervillain in your story. Something like that. We'll, we'll workshop it. We'll get yes. with Dave and we'll workshop it. So, that being said, we both really enjoyed that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, what have you been distracting yourself with this week? Um, so, I watched this great movie called uh, Across the Spider-Verse. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> what else have you been doing? Um, what have you been watching? Not much. I mean, uh, unfortunately for content, I uh, have been pretty much coming home, eating, maybe watching a YouTube video or two, and then playing more Zelda. Ah. Uh. Yeah, um, I finished uh, the last season of Ted Lasso, which I guess I'll, I guess that'll be my thing. I'll talk about Ted. Yeah, Lasso. talk about Ted Lasso. Uh, my my friend uh, JT from the old Night Gig days was watching it too, and he posted like a bunch of stuff I didn't understand. I was like, I don't know who Ted is, but I really hope it's not my dad because so, I don't want to believe like he did. So, I will start with what I didn't know when I first started watching that. Apparently. I noticed like at the beginning of the, each episode, it says based on characters from like ABC or NBC sports. It's like, hmm. what? So apparently the idea for the character came from like, you know, on the sports show, sometimes I'll have like little like sketch things. Oh, like, 
okay, commercials yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So apparently in that as a gag, they had an American football coach who got hired to run a uh, English an English football, football team. team. Say it right. It's football. Football. Now they say football. It's foot. Yeah. I say football so people that's, know what I mean. Well, that's what they say in like the rest of Europe. But yes, in England, football. they still say football. Sure. And then I say it football. Are you ready? Yeah, there's football, football, and are you ready versus football? But no. Uh, so, you know, and in, in all the comedy that that ensues. Right, of, right, know, right, right. This culture clash and it, everything. I did. Let, let me just throw in. I didn't realize it was also from the guy that created Scrubs. So I'm kind of interested so, in checking it out no, myself yeah, now. It is a great show. I mean, it mm-hmm. is... In, in today's, I mean, I guess today is like less cynical than like the 20 teens. I've heard it's a very non-cynical show. So it is like a soothing balm of a show. I feel like I need this. You probably do. It is, it's, it's the anti-Bojack Horseman. <laughs> yes, it is. It is so wholesome, but not saccharine. It it's... Is, I, I get you. I yeah. understand I mean, what you're getting. I'm picking up what you're laying down and I'm, and I'm interested. Yeah, no, it is. It is great. I and mean, it's well written. Like it has great jokes. Because mm-hmm. um, that's but, the thing. Scrubs wasn't. Well, yeah. Scrubs was kind of dark, but it wasn't super dark. But and none of the jokes are at like the expense of the characters. So it, it's kind of this unique. It's it's the anti. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's like the antithesis I, yeah, of that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel uh, I feel like maybe this is up my alley. Like, you know, there are very few characters in that show that you're not going, you're not rooting for. You're not like, mm-hmm. come on, you, you can do it. Yeah. So, okay. And and this was apparently its last season, the third and final season, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. I know, guess bittersweet. I feel like maybe they ran out of stuff. Well, yeah. And, and you could tell. And I saw in, in Googling for if uh, this was the last season when I was halfway through it. I came across a lot of opinion pieces about how the third season was bad and missed the mark. I'm like, no, but it has less Ted in it, which makes sense because they kind of like, you know, mind for the first two seasons, they pretty much mind all that, you know, good nature, Southern guy, fish out of water stuff. So Mm -hmm. they had to like rely in third season. They had to more lean on the other characters and flesh them out. Right. But I don't think it was bad because of that. I think it, you know, was pretty good. But they 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 took it to its you know logical extent they could, yeah, and gave them all a pretty good you know, ending. Well, you know, I'm gonna say there is something. There's really something to be said for ending a show before it yeah. really sucks. Yeah, but you end a show while you still have the like, clout and the willpower to. And before your know, actor gets an ego and yeah, leaves, like on Scrubs. Ending. Yeah, have a good ending, and as opposed to a forced, sudden ending. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. So, I, I, I guess I need to check that out. So yeah. It is, is really is worth watching for yeah. sure. You think I'd like it, huh? Oh, uh, yeah, you'd probably like it. Okay. Cool. Um, any questions about it? Yeah. Um, like, actually, I can't think of any now that you've <laughs> actually put me on the spot. Tell, tell me about Ted. What's, what's the deal? So he, 
I'm trying to think of something that doesn't give away much. Um, and uh, everyone out there in Radioland, you may hear some strange noises. We've got a lot of very interesting cats. Yeah, cats right are now. jumping around on yeah, stuff. Yeah, right uh, Ginger is over there bugging Mike. Conti has been jumping up your head button my microphone. So there's going to be some stuff. So, uh, so he's you know a very easygoing, good natured, uh, rural. I, I did. I can't remember where he's from. Ginger knocking stuff over. I'm yep. trying to keep yep. it from falling on the ground. Um, I think they said he was from like Indiana or something. I don't remember. But you know, he he's kind of a a southern guy, but he's not like you know southern. He's not uh, bad southern. Yes, he's 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 pretty much the stereotype of the good parts of southern. You know, gentlemanly. archetype i guess you could say no right nice kind you know not saying a bad word trying to do good yeah i love that ginger is over there doing stuff to you and conti is now up here like hey i want in all up in your business this is the cat cast today cat cast Mm -hmm. um but yeah he uh and so you know like you said he's fish out of water over there um uh, brings his uh, assistant coach, uh, Mr. Beard, his his name in the show. Mm-hmm. Mr. Who, Beard. Yeah, who starts off as a, you know, very monosyllabic. Monosyllabic? Syllabic. Is that it? Big syllabic? S- syllabic? Syllabic? I don't so, know. No. No. Yes. You know, one, oh. one, syllab- one syllable answer. Person. V- very... Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And just, you know, I'm gonna need a gun. So he, you know, but, but fleshes out later. Okay. Um, but, uh... It turns out he's like that because of a football injury. No. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. And, you know, and then the, then the, the football team, which, you know, you have, uh, Roy fucking Kent. That's, that's the name he goes by, is Roy <laughs> yes, fucking Roy Kent. Roy fucking Kent. <laughs> Jesus. fuck is apparently like his bread and butter mm-hmm. and uh very very uh standoffish right and, you know what you would consider a typical stereotypical stereotypical you can you, apparently you can shorten stereotypical to stereotypical well let's do that so he's a typical uh footballer footballer like, you know, old school footballer you know like um, Hool- and, and soccer hooligan type. Yeah, he, he's yeah. presented as a you know he's basically the old guard. He's the oldest guy on the gotcha. team. Okay, and you know apparently he was like a superstar in his day, but you know he's past his prime. And, okay, you know barely keeping up with the young guys, but trying, but trying. It's like giving it everything he's got, and it just ain't enough. Nope, nope, never is. Not in television, anyway. And there's uh, uh, Rebecca, the, the new owner. So the, the mm-hmm. club was owned by her ex-husband, but through a scandal, you know, they're divorced. You know what this reminds and, me of? You remember the movie Major League? Yes. Actually, uh, Major League and Major League 2 are actually two movies I enjoy, two sports yeah. movies I enjoy. Seen, oh, yeah, I was thinking. Sorry, I was thinking of a league of their own. Yeah, no, this is this is the one. Those, yeah, that's no. the one with Charlie Sheen, and yeah. he has to get the glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. No, I, I can kind of see some parallels. There's definitely some, uh, mm-hmm. some, uh, homage taken to that, but no, but she, uh, through the divorce ends up with like controlling majority controlling, uh, interest in the team. And, you know, gotcha. at first she's like mm-hmm. running the team. She hires Ted because she think, how can, the, this how can team, I fuck this over yeah, the team that her husband, her ex-husband loved how can I fuck it up? I know I'll hire an American football coach to run it. <laughs> and it turns out this was a brilliant idea. Yes, yes. It, it turns out that, you know, despite him not knowing anything at all about football. British football. As opposed to American, American football. football. Well, coach- Every, uh, worldwide football. Yes. Coaching is more about... Yeah, and, and that's kind of what they, they yeah. say, is that it's more about, you know, getting your team and being, you know, a team. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's where uh, Coach Beard comes in. Coach Beard is the strategist. Right. And and Because, I mean, when you get down to it, all the strategy in the world kind of d- isn't going to do any good if your talent doesn't do it. If, if they don't, and you know... If they don't... If they're not encouraged, they're not led. Yes. You know, a, a plan is pretty much only half of your battle. The other half is leading them there. I thought it was lasers. Well, well knowing is half the battle. Then there's uh, the, the strategy is half the battle. Uh, you got red and blue lasers. That's half the battle. And then leading the team is half the battle. That Let's, leads up to 200% of the battle. Okay, good. Well, there's two sides to every battle, so exactly. that, that adds up. Okay, well, I'm interested in checking yeah. it out now. That's cool. Good. So, so I, I need something that isn't bitter right now. Yeah, no, it, because it surprisingly you, refreshing. Good. It's like it's like a fresca in, in, yeah. in sitcom form. So what you got? Okay, well, um, I got a couple of things, actually. Um, first off, I finished Andor. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad David's not here for this, but you're here for this. And uh, I want to say that, you know how when you're listening to In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins, it's like, this song's okay, I guess. Yeah, and, and it's then, just like, that. And that, then, like, that. Ten seconds before the song's over, the drums yeah, kick in. That atmospheric, you know, synth going. No, I'm I'm going. I'm oh. talking about from the beginning. Oh, right, it's this yeah. atmospheric synth going and him singing over it uh-huh. for like two thirds of the song. Yes. And then yes, you get to the Mike Tyson part. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say you get to the part where Phil Collins remembers he was the drummer for oh. Genesis. Well, I'm saying, you know, you never did you ever see the hangover? No. So in the hangover, it has Mike Tyson and he's like holding like one of the guys, like hostage not really hostage, but you know, maybe, you know, he, it's Mike Tyson. You're not going to like run away from Mike Tyson. If he wants you to sit there and listen to a song, the hell I'm not. And then he gets to, well, it's in his apartment. So, okay, you know, that's fair. He can't really run. But he's, you know, playing that song and he like gets to the drum part, just starts like air drumming. Oh, I've and, seen that scene yeah, where he just <laughs> loses his shit yeah. air drumming. Yes. Yeah, uh, and, and and to and I will admit, in musically, that is a great part of oh the song. Oh my like, god! Like the song's fine, but then it gets to that part, and you're like, "This motherfucker's a genius." Yeah. Okay, so if Andor is in the air tonight, the prison sequence 
is when the drums kick in. So that's when it actually gets good. So you're saying two-thirds of Andor is I'm saying that airy eight episodes farts. of it is just like... I. And the thing is, and here's the thing, after he got out of prison, I was like, oh, shit, it sucks again. <laughs> the very next episode when he got out of prison. And then the last episode happened. Yeah. And I was like, that is fuck Like... Somehow the last episode made everything that came before it work. And it pissed me off because I'm just sitting there going, you seriously, you can't do this to me. You can't make me hate this whole thing. Then go, this is amazing. Then this sucks again. And then holy shit, it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mind you, and here's the other thing. The last episode, you know what it reminded me of? Hmm. Ireland in the 70s. Okay. You know, the IRA and all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Belfast riots and all that mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah, no, totally reminded me of that. And I was like, I see what you're doing here. I'm picking it up. I'm getting it. Um, I still despise Cassie and Andor as a human being. I mean, I well, I think that's the point, is you're not really supposed to like him you're supposed to probably empathize with him a little bit i empathize with his mom dying how's that his like call not i guess what his journey yeah i mean you can kind of see how if you were thrown into a similar situation you would probably be trying to be a you know spineless git well get out of it which that's that's funny you say git because the whole time i'm sitting here and i'm sorry to our british listeners i'm sure that's a terribly offensive term but he he does look like a rat-faced git um i mean he's fine i mean he looks like somebody magic a cobalt to life oh he 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 looks like if uh somebody hit pedro pascal in the face with a shovel okay that's fair i can totally see that (laughs) shit uh but the point is um i get andor now after that last episode yeah i still have mixed feelings about it but like that prison that whole segment where he was in prison was fucking great um the other thing that i've been doing is my gaming situation Mm-hmm. All right, so every time I try to play Breath of the Wild, my Switch crashes now. Wow. Then, every time I play any game on my desktop, my uh, video card crashes my computer. And then today, after installing RAM in my laptop, every game was running like dog shit, no matter how not intensive it was. Like, you know, a game from like 1995 that has been optimized for modern computers to run on Windows 11 by the game's creator uh, would not run. And I was like, I am having a coda moment. Yeah, I am. I am. And and my this is this is a little bleed over with Supernatural Selection. I found out that like this coda shit that happens to me is uh, alleged, apparently a side effect of alien abduction. And David is like, I think you got taken by visitors. Um, nah. ah, I'm not willing to discount it, but nah. the point is I've been having a coda week with video games. Yeah. 
I've had my Switch crash. It's not the perfect thing. Oh, no, no. I've My Switch has been highly unreliable the entire time I've had it. Oh, you say that, so it just makes me think that, you know, your Switch probably was defective and you never took, you never did anything about it when you first got it. Yeah, maybe. Should have, should have returned it. I don't know, man. Sounds like you have a defective unit. You well, just never... I didn't, I didn't stop talking about my unit, yeah. but uh, I didn't play it that much when I first got it. Yeah. And then now it's like way too late. Oh, yeah. So. You got you to stress test your devices within the first 90 days. So you know if well, you have to return I got it, it waiting for some games to come out. Okay. And it took a while for those games to come out. Yeah. So, and by then it was too late. That's how they get you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just been aggravating with the video games thing. Yeah. Uh, now I did some tweaking on my graphics card on my PC and I think that might've fixed it Mm -hmm. with the AMD software because it had all this weird shit active that was like, Hmm, I bet if I turn this off, it might work. And well, so far, yeah. uh, Power Wash Simulator has not crashed today. We will cross our fingers. Yes, let's knock on wood for that. But uh, I'm, I'm, now that I'm done with Andor, I'm going back to Succession. Succession, however you say it, suck. We're going to watch, watch suck. Because boy, do them people suck. Like, they're delightfully awful. Yeah. And I love it. Like, I shouldn't love this show as much as I complain about uh, Andor. Mm -hmm. I should not love this show as much as I do. But it's funny. It is a dark comedy, and I adore it. Especially Roman. Yes. Roman, Todd, and Greg are probably my three three favorite characters. Yeah, I finished season one and... I got one episode in the season two, and then I stopped playing Power Wash Simulator, so I didn't have a distraction from uh, watching the show. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and start watching it this week, and um, probably gonna catch up on some movies we missed. So yeah. next episode, I'll have a lot more opinions about a lot more things. Yeah, I've, I'm also off for the next uh, two days, so woo, woohoo. So, Mike, have you got any recommendations for uh, stuff to, like, you know, check out? Um, hmm. Like, you know, since I'm off. I, I, I'm i on the spot here. I don't know. Like any, uh, what's an anime I could check out? Oh, fudge. Um, depends on what you want in one. I want something like lighthearted and fun. but um, But with characters I'm going to care about. Uh, um, geez. oh, 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 but while I'll give you a minute to think about that, yeah. um, in our discord, the supernatural selection discord, I've been talking to ghost forge about the whole video game situation. Right. Mm-hmm. And I told him, you know, that nineties game he linked to me was crashing and his, he is talking to his dad about it, which the ghost forge clan is <laughs> becoming a thing with our listeners. But uh, his dad apparently uh, used to take Leisure Suit Larry to work and play it with his friends up there. 
And that got me to talking about Mist. And then uh, Friod Horik, I cannot say that name. I apologize. One of our listeners. Uh, we were talking about like even Stardew, crash, Stardew Valley crashing my system. He said, try Zork. I was like, I will make the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game destroy my PC. Yeah. I will make a fucking uh, text-based game destroy this system. I mean, not on purpose. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, I haven't really watched a lot of anime recently. I mean, what's that cooking show where like their clothes fly off or something? Oh, uh, Food Wars. Food Wars. That's the one. Don't don't we? Isn't there somewhere I can watch that? Yeah. Um, uh-huh. have it locally. Yeah, locally. Watch it. Right. Okay. Cool. I think I may check that out. This might be a very short, truncated episode. But um, I mean, you could you could watch the uh the Nagatoro show. Nagatoro? That's the uh the the one David and I have talked about. Um try to how to how to describe it. Girl messes with boy, but Oh yes, yes. Uh, Actually, yes, that is on my list. That's the one I really wanted to watch. Thank you for yeah. reminding me. Or uh uh Tomo Chan is a girl, which is Is that about know, the tomboy? Yes. Okay. That you know her childhood friend and someone she loves uh trying to get him to see her as said girl and not right. as just his buddy his buddy yes yeah okay uh but i'm gonna have to trim a little bit of this <laughs> yeah i think what else so um edit david edit Edit it all. Cut it all out. So, um, I'll tell you what. How about we move on to our uh, game? Because this, this is going to be kind of fun. Uh, I thought of a question for you guys, and uh, I hate that David's not here for this, but how about, I, how about I go ahead and ask that? Sure. So, here's the deal. Going to the movies, out to the theater, like we did today, can often be full of pleasant experiences that you would not have if you watched a film at home in your living room. Sure, you're getting the film and you're fo- you can be focused on it without distraction, but sometimes the audience helps. Yeah. You know? Sometimes the audience is part of the experience. Mike, what is a super memorable experience you've had in a theater with the audience? I don't know. I can, I can name one, but only, the only reason I remember is because you told me about it after the fact. I don't remember it actually happening. Is this about, and is is this, and or is this about uh, Narnia? No, it's about Luke Skywalker. Well, not Luke Skywalker, oh, but what what's inspired I, that? Yes, Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, yeah. D- yeah. Within. Okay. Well, I, I've got several. Do you want? Do you want me to tell one of mine? Sure. So, like, one of my absolute favorite moments was. Do you remember when we went to see Star Trek Generations? Mm-hmm. It's you, me, and Casterline. 
and we're sitting there watching the movie and the audience is having a ball. I remember that because everybody's laughing in the right places. Everybody's enjoying it. Yeah. And there's that part, you know, the Dura sisters are on their bird of prey and they're, you know, they're, they're attacking the enterprise and uh, they've damaged it. And then Riker fires on the ship and hits it and it blows up. And some dude about two rows in front of us just stands up, throws his fist in the air and yells, die, you Klingon bitches. And the audience lost their minds laughing and cheering and clapping. Yeah. And that is one of my all time favorite audience moments. I don't remember that. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that sucks. That was a fun one. You were there. I know I was there. I just yeah. it does not ring a bell. No, I remember it especially because the next time uh uh Gastroline and me went and saw it a second time, just us, and he did that and somebody said, Sit down. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, no, you can't do it twice. Yeah. You can't plan it. Yeah, that, that's definitely a, you know in the heat of the moment thing. Well, a a opening weekend moment when the diehard oh, yeah. fans are mm-hmm. there. Yeah. God, that was a great experience. Oh, that's uh so so you just the only one you can think of is the uh Luke Skywalker. No, not the Luke Skywalker, but the, the Are you ready for an experience? Oh, oh, oh do you want me to tell that one or I mean use your story, like I said, I only remember your recounting of it. Okay. Well, all right. I'll tell your story. Uh, so we were going to see Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within, right? That was it, right? Yes. Yes. And, uh, it was not a packed theater. Yeah. And there were these two women in the row in front of us. And, uh, one of them dressed like a lumberjack turns and... They were, were talking about how yeah, there, there's two 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 late older ladies like in their probably well I say that at the time we were in our twenties and they had to be in the, like forties or fifties our age now yes our age Shit. now but they were both uh, Subaru enthusiasts is is that what they call that I was gonna say I think they were they both, a couple they both had plaid and drove Subarus God damn it you know the only person I personally knew that drew, drove a Subaru was not gay yeah but. Yeah, so they're sitting there talking about the movie, I guess. But one of them turns, looks me dead in the eye and goes, are you ready for an experience? And my immediate reaction inside is, well, that just ruined the movie. It hasn't even started, but no matter what happens, this movie is ruined for me. And... uh <laughs> The the thing you're talking about with Luke Skywalker is I, I want to go have like an action figure with me and, and ruin somebody else's movie the same way and like turn to them. Are you ready for an experience? Come on, Luke. Let's watch the movie. And me and a Luke Skywalker figure just staring at the screen. And that's that's a lot funnier if you see me do it. Yes. But uh I'm trying to think. There was another one. I'm having to put like a lot of content out here because David's not here. Uh, yes, yes, monkey, do the work. Perform for your uh, betters. So my bitters. Betters. My bitters. Um, 
match was that? There was, let's go to the man. And my fa- oh man, my favorite one with you uh, had to be when we went to see the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe with our friends. Yeah. And I had to go pee mm-hmm. like you do. Yeah. And I come back. And I sit down, and they had like just gotten to Narnia, so like I didn't, I didn't know what was oh, coming. Yeah. I've never read the yes, books. Yes, I do remember. <clears throat> and I come back, and I sit down, and I lean over to you. I was like, "Hey, what I miss?" Because they're like walking in the woods, and I'll maybe you didn't turn as slowly <laughs> as you do in my memory, but like you turn and you just had this look on your face. No, I, I, I knew exactly how what I was about to say. I don't remember exactly what I said. I, I can remember. tell you exactly what you said. I knew what I was about to say was going to sound unhinged. <laughs> it did. You turned. And you and I, I, that's why I did not preface it or did not like follow it up with. No, really, that's what happened. Yeah. yeah no, you, you turned to me and just. They met a talking badger. And now they're going to go meet Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and I just continued watching yeah, the movie because the I knew, screen. like, I'm like, he's going to understand in a minute that I was not shitting him. I'm like, ah, oh, that's funny, Mike. That's a, that's a badger and it's talking. Oh, hell, that wasn't a joke. Shit. Yeah. No, oh, that my was great. God. That was the funniest fucking moment. Just because I was like, what? Cause I've never read the books. I don't want to read about Jesus being a lion. <laughs> and, and one of her friends, these were like her favorite fantasy books. And I just remember like somebody was talking in the row. And this is like another memorable moment, but not like yeah. in a good way. There was this group of young girls talking in the row in front of her. And and to preface this, I'll say this, this woman is, Reserved. She, she makes me look verbose, uh, not verbose, but outspoken and uh-huh. you know forward. She is, she's not demure. Or anything, I like but a, she's she is, reserved. She's reserved and very quiet to people that she, she doesn't be, know. She can be extremely proper. Yes. She's also from old money. Yeah. Old South money. Uh, why her, fact, her grandmother is mentioned by name in a Eudora Welty book. Yes, that's that's how old South we're talking. But uh, anyway, we're sitting there, and these girls will not shut up. And I believe she asked them to be quiet, and they said something, and she fucking wailed on the back of their chair with kicks, and she took karate. So this is yeah. not a weak woman. Yes, no, she is. She wailed on those seats and was like, stop. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. She done got a mat on. Yes. That was, that was something. Uh, it is it, an experience. <laughs> it was an experience. It was an experience. Oh God. It was. I, see, a lot of that stuff just kind of, you know, I I'm I guess I get engrossed in the movie and I just kind of let it like roll off my back. I don't remember the last one I do remember was when what movie did we see? Was it uh was it John Wick four? Are you talking about or, where the dude was asleep? Yeah, where he's snoring. Oh yeah, that's John Wick four. Yeah, and he the dude like literally right next to me, not even a seat separating yeah. us. It was so such a packed house. Yeah, um, and that he is dude. falling asleep and. He start luckily when he starts actually snoring, 
within a couple of like uh, rip saws, his wife wakes him up. Man, so he's not like just sitting there snoring the whole time. But there's like gunshots and fights going on in this movie. <laughs> it's and a John Wick movie. It's not a quiet film. He is just stone cold asleep. Man, let me tell you something. My favorite part about that was when you got up to go to the bathroom and your big meaty body was no longer a noise filter. And I was getting that full blast and like a seat away. And this dude was not quiet. And his wife at that point just decided, fuck it, give him a minute. And I'm like, God damn, dude, how are you sleeping during John Wick 4? It's because it's because it's a sleep apnea, man. Man, he needs a CPAP. And he also sounded like he was dying. Was the other that's thing he had that whole like Jokai thing where yeah, that's that's sleep apnea. Yeah, he, no, he needs a CPAP because he doesn't get restful sleep at night. So he just falls asleep. He during doesn't the day. need a CPAP. He needs a fucking excavation that, team in his nostrils. I, I did notice that like he had ate a whole bunch right before. Maybe oh, he's like shit. diabetic. He went into a food coma. It was a, it was a yeah. He did. He's coming. But he he definitely, hey, that does remind me. Do you remember when we went and saw Jason X in the theater? Barely. Okay, so we went and this group of like six African-American children sneak into the theater. Oh, I kind of remember that. And they're all sitting like down there. And there's that one scene where the, quote, sexy robot girl is topless and she you know and she doesn't have nipples and the dude put like fake nipples on her and they like (laughs) fell off which i thought was fucking hilarious but no when she pops up and she doesn't have a bra on she doesn't have a top on and i just hear one little african-american boy go them titties (laughs) and i was like oh this is this is a best this is the best (laughs) i get to see kids sneak into a fucking jason movie and there's boobs. <laughs> and it killed me because like half the cast of that movie was from like Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Like the dude, the robot chick and Alexa Doig were in that movie, mm-hmm. which I was the whole time I'm sitting there going like, is the direct, did the director of this direct an episode or 20? Maybe. Cause, and that was not a great show, but. Yeah, that was no. Yeah, I mean, like, didn't you have a theory that like Earth Final Conflict was supposed to be a prequel to Star Trek, and Andromeda was supposed to be like a I, sequel? Because is technically isn't that what Discovery season three has been? Is just Andromeda? Yeah. So Andromeda, I watched a good bit of it, and it it definitely seemed like it wanted to be in the Star Trek timeline because they had the Confederation. Yeah, it of yeah, planets. I, I think I think Gene it seemed like he got disillusioned with like Paramount and tried to do oh, his own thing. Oh yeah. And di- and from what I understand, like both these ideas were basically just scrubbled on a cocktail napkin and they ran with it. Yeah. But it it just it was so so in, unless the people that actually wrote it were just like, you know, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this? Uh let's crib off of fucking all of Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know, but I, mean, like, I thought, could definitely see how... No, Earth's Final Conflict, I never really knew I watched about. more of that than I did Andromeda, because apparently at the time I truly, truly despised myself. Her guess. Uh, but, like, you know, it was about 
the Talons, these aliens came to Earth and were like, we will we bring love. And it turns out they have like all these sinister things oh, that's, going that was, on behind oh, so the scenes. So basically just V. Uh, no, <laughs> no. That that's you just described V. I know, but there's no lizard people, and David, I did not use this. Yeah, but I'm still saying it, it, basically your theory was the Talons were supposed to be the Vulcans. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I can see that. And, but they were like, they cast women and made them like super androgynous as mm-hmm. the aliens. And they always did like these weird hand moves. Hello, I am a blah, blah, blah from, and we are the Talons and we bring you love. We are actually breeding warriors out of you for a war with horrible beasts. You know, it was one of those weird yeah. kind of, we don't know what aliens are like, but we're just going to roll with it. So, okay, so I mean, it sounds a little familiar, but I still really can't remember. If you look up the aliens, uh, you'll, you'll be like, oh God, those things. Yeah, look up Earth Final Conflict, Talon. You're going to be like, oh, that. I'm just going to do an image search for Final Conflict. Okay, so that's... Oh. <laughs> oh, God. I told I, this, you. I, like, black hole the <laughs> memories of this show. Like, just seeing one of the aliens. I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, that Yeah, I told shit. you. You're, as soon as you saw it, you are going to be like, oh. Like, I literally haven't thought of this fucking show in, like, 25 <laughs> years. <laughs> Now, here's the thing about that show, Mike, that kills me. It was so troubled. Like, the main actor left after the first season. That's the Asian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Sandoval. I did watch a Mm -hmm. lot of this. I just did not remember it at all. They had the black bald dude named Augur. Yeah. Well, like, the the first season had uh, Kincaid, the main character, Mm -hmm. and he was, like, you know, working for the Rebel Alliance, whatever. Fuck it. And uh, then they, quote, killed him off at the end of the first season because he was like, I'm done with this. This show is awful. And then they changed tack and have a new guy come in. Yeah, I and see then that. After the second I season, remember that that second meathead guy. Mm-hmm. And and after the second season, he left because <laughs> he was like, "God, this shit sucks." And they had to like their budget got cut, so they couldn't even do the alien makeup. So they replaced the whole thing. Like there was everybody was like headquartered in a different nightclub, <laughs> and they were like hunting aliens that used to be the Talons, and it was like the same actors but with like fright wigs oh, on yeah, and there's Majel barrett yep she was on there uh i think actually uh marina sirtis did an episode or something she played like oh, a cult man. leader or something god the wow. extended gene roddenberry dead horse beating thing oh yeah there's like some weird arm thing yeah which i thought was probably the coolest part of the show the <laughs> arm the meaty arm gun yeah yeah God. Mm-hmm. it was like a skrill i think is what it was called yes. it's like a, it's like a little Ooh, the, the little roll-up gadget thing yeah screen. yeah that like now is like we could do that actually becoming a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but I, yeah, that was like the first show that I saw that on, mm-hmm. and it really became a kind of a sci-fi staple with 
yeah. you know, pull out gadgets. Yeah, it really did. It's, you know, it's funny. I, I'd almost want to go back and watch that, but I do remember watching it at the time going, wow, this shit sucks. It had Terry Gilliam on it? What? Oh, no. Sorry, that was just X-Fox. Someone had a cross oh. linking between them. Oh, God, no. Now, it did have uh, Ooh, yeah, McLeod's seen- girlfriend from uh, uh, the Highlander series, the just, second girlfriend. Yeah. She was on there. I saw a uh, picture of the alien from season three, and yeah, it's just like... It's just a dude in a fright wig. Just a, well, no, well, this is still an alien that's bald, but it's basically it went from being very heavy makeup to like just someone in a bald cap with some... You know, just like different colored makeup foundation on and a big ear slot to the side of their head. Well, that was, that was season one and two. No, no, it says three. No, this is season three, episode 13. Like I'm looking, but switching between the season one, uh, alien, which had more heavy prosthetics that made the head kind of more dopey shaped mm-hmm. and stuff. And this one is just literally a bald cap and some bronze. Okay, Mike, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you an image. Even the costume is like super cheap looking. See, you're 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 looking at the wrong one. I'm going to send you an image as soon as I save it to my desk. Damn it, it's a web BP, web P, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to hop in uh Discord. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to post this in host talk because you are looking at the wrong aliens. I want you to click this picture. This is what I'm looking at. Yep. No, that's season one. That's season three. Yeah. But that's, that's when those aliens showed back up. Click the link I sent you and look at the picture. This is season one. Yeah. No, I know. I remember season one, but like the, it's literally just a woman with like yeah. some eyebrows and a fright wig. Well, I mean, she has a forehead prosthesis. Yeah, I know, so. but it's like cheap Star Trek prosthesis. Yeah, but I'm saying is if you look between the two, the bottom image and the top image, how the same alien race had changed oh, yeah. from season one in the bottom to season three at the top. Yeah, yeah. There was, and it's the same character, by the way. I, I can see it's, it, it looks, you know, like the same actress. Actress? Actress. It was a lady. Actor. Well, actor. Actor, actress. Well, I, I guess you're supposed I, to say I, I, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm old, old and old. I apologize. I'm sorry for everything. Sorry for being old. Yeah, but God, this show. Like, this was, this whole show this is, was a nightmare. So, so, Kevin, you know, when you say yeah. something's a nostalgia bomb, that's usually a good thing. This was like a nostalgia landmark. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, you're just out in the rice pad and you step on Earth Final Conflict and you lose a foot. God, I I watched way more of this show than I wanted to admit to myself. Yep, I have ruined your night. Yes, probably the rest of my week, too. Jeez. God, this, man, just, you can tell the budget dropped. Jesus Christ. Well, we we can take solace in one thing. No one remembers it but us. It wasn't Future War. Future War? Wasn't it Future War? The the thing written by William Shatner. No, that was Tech War. Tech War. Tech War. Yeah. Oh, I knew it was something William war. Shatner's Tech War. God. That was some shit right there, buddy. Yeah. I mean, at least this this was kind of, you know, at least it was it was close to like Bab- at least the first season was, you know, almost Babylon five like levels of kind of campy. 
It yeah. was it was not as good, not as well written as Babylon. Don't get me oh, wrong, God, it was no. not as well written as Babylon Five. And are we still talking about uh, Earth Final Conflict? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah talk about Earth Final. <clears throat> you know, Earth Final Conflict, you know, looks crappy, but at least season one seemed to try. Season one really was trying to do something, and it's the the shakeups of like losing your main actor that killed all well, of it. Yeah, just losing. I'm assuming their budget just kept going down so they couldn't keep paying, you know, and it wasn't taking off. And look, actors will stick around for shitty shows as long as they're getting paid. Yeah. And it was probably a a double whammy of the show sucks shit and they are not going to pay me more money the second season. So hey, I'm out. I got good news. You can watch all of Earth's Final Conflict with ads on Freebie. Maybe as All a five seasons. Maybe if we like five you know, group what those five seasons? Five fucking God. seasons. Look, if season three looked that bad, I don't even know what. Like I said, by season like. five, everybody was just like it was should, the Asian Kevin, dude walking around in a nightclub we, every we episode. Should, we should at least watch the pilot together and just relive how crappy we should. Have, we oh, should yeah. come up with a new term there's nostalgia it's it's called a hate watch should should come up with a term for nostalgia watching something even though you know it's not gonna be good hey mike hmm. i'm posting a link to a picture of the actress that played don that looks, alien yeah she looks familiar in a lenny way. parker i'm sure she's been in other things i've seen yeah but yeah, Lenny Parker, she played a character. And they all had like normal human names with an apostrophe in them. Because it was Dan with an apo- two A's and an apostrophe. Yeah. So it was Don. And then Mel, but Mael. Mael. Yeah. And Ma- then they like threw Ma- one and Ike. it was Kev. Kev. Dave. Yeah, no, it was Ka-age. real dumb. Yes, it was so dumb. Yeah. But yeah, we we should do that for the Patreon. We should watch Earth Final Conflict, the, at least the pilot. Because the pilot, I remember being like, hey, isn't that bad? And then the second episode, I was like, you tell me butterflies are the bad guys? <laughs> Wait, wasn't that a, a wasn't that Peacemaker too? Yeah, but Peacemaker pulled it off so goddamn well. Yeah, no, Peacemaker was like chef kiss. Yeah. Mwah. Just fucking great. I mean, <sighs> James Gunn, I mean, he's, we're, 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 James Gunn's too good for this world. Yeah, don't say that. That'll kill him. Wow, she, speaking of James Gunn, Lenny Parker was in Guardians of the Galaxy. The video game. The video game. Okay, yeah, I, I just looked her up, actually. I was about to say that. The video game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, that's funny. Was I actually, a voice, but yeah. yeah, still, I'm glad she's working. A lot of, uh, she was actually stuff. not bad in the show. So, I mean, like, you know, good yeah. for her. I mean, you know, she... Holy shit, she was in uh, Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yeah, a lot of game stuff. A lot of Ass, ass Creed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Madeline yeah. Delisle. Neat. Okay, well, I mean, I'm going to have to go on a deep dive and look at... Oh, shit, she was in Orphan. Mm damn anyway i'll dive deeper into that later we've been talking for about an hour uh so i think we're good um 
So we did our game. We got on. We got distracted in the distraction hole talking about Earth Final Conflict. Hell yeah! And uh, I guess that just leaves me to uh, do my closing uh, positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to leave everybody with this: uh, be more kind to yourself and to others. Just be more kind. Can I be more? Kinder, are you chocolate? I was thinking more like a child, but you know, uh, no, could I be more kinder? No, be more kind because kinder was like a was that was that was that uh, was that Death Gates of Hobbits? There's some, I think it was some fantasies. The kin, no, yeah, Kinders. Some um, fantasies, Hobbits. Yeah, there was D and D's Hobbits because they couldn't call them Hobbits. Oh yeah, Kinder. Yeah, I'll be more Kinder. So I'm going to eat a lot more and sleep a lot. They more. also t- no, it, it wasn't in Deathgate. It was in the Dragonlance uh, Dragonlance books because well, they Kinder. Yeah. yeah. And uh, because that one kid, they don't know fear. So, like, he's falling to his death and he's like, hey, I wonder what it's going to be like to die. (laughs) Oh, God, I I hate, I hate halflings. Yep. Well, look. Ever ever since uh, our friend played uh, halfling. uh, Lactose the intolerable. So intolerable. Yep. Well. Just sleep darting everybody at yep. inopportune moments. Stab me in the knee with a sleep dart, knock me out, fucker. Again, <laughs> caster line. Damn you, caster line. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, be sure to check us out later this week for Supernatural Selection. We are going to be talking about lizard tits. Oh, boy. And why do lizards have tits? Well, because, tune in to find out. Because horny. All right, we will see you. Ask the furries. Indeed, we will see you next time. So until then, stay safe and be more kind. I was just say, you can't use that closing. What? You're on track to use the the other closing. I did it last time, too. That's just my thing. Yeah, but you need a new thing. Well, fart. For for, for a different show. Well, I guess if we all do take turns and yeah. their own closings. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out. I'm going to say stay dangerous and fuck off, <laughs> piss boy. <laughs> fuck off, piss boy. That's your thing. Fuck off, piss boy. I'll workshop it. I'll come with something. I don't know. I think you nailed it with fuck off, piss boy. 